You are Locked On Colts, your daily Indianapolis Colts podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome into your latest episode of Locked On Colts. I am your host, Evan Sidery. You can follow the Locked On Colts Twitter page on already on Twitter at Locked On Colts. For there, be greatly appreciated with you guys every single day throughout the offseason here. And we have a big day full of dominoes that fell as far as the quarterback and the future for the Colts QB1 in 2022 goes. Aaron Rodgers stays put in Green Bay on a new contract per former Colt punter Pat McAfee. And we saw a blockbuster trade happen about an hour or so later from that news about Aaron Rodgers, where Russell Wilson, one of the Colts' names that we talked about as a potential all-chips-in type of move, Russell Wilson was traded away from the Seattle Seahawks to the Denver Broncos. And the package that the Seahawks received for the Broncos was absolutely massive. They got back three players, multiple future first-round picks. They got back multiple second-round picks as well. Let me go ahead and pull up the deal for you guys right now because we're going to be talking about these two moves today. I'm going to spend the first segment by myself talking through what happened today, get my reaction on it, and then we're going to bring on Stephen Reed for the last 20 or so minutes to talk through exactly what's happened and what's next for the Colts. But that trade today for Russell Wilson was an absolute gut punch that the Broncos threw to the Colts. And just thinking about it all day today, I think the realization that the Colts have come to now and why... Russell Wilson chose the Broncos. Remember, Russell Wilson had a no-trade clause. He can really decide where he wanted to go. And according to Ian Rapport of NFL Network, Russell Wilson always wanted to go to the Denver Broncos. So you had two quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, wanting to go to Denver. I mean, that just says a lot about the Broncos, good for the Broncos. But, I mean, it just says a lot from the Colts' perspective, too, because you have the offensive line, I'd say, a better offensive line than the Broncos. I think you have a equal or better defense than the Broncos. The main difference, though, the weapons. I mean, that's the main thing, and that's the antiquated approach the Colts have put out there. That they did the right thing, getting the offensive line for Andrew Luck in 2018 and 2019. When Luck walked away, though, it just didn't make much sense just investing so much money into the offensive line, and they have much a much better offensive line than the Broncos. And the main thing I come back to is the weapons. I mean, you have Jerry Judy, you have Cortland Sutton, you have KJ Hamler, you have multiple others, Tim Patrick as well. The Broncos have four or five weapons, and the Colts have one. They have one perimeter weapon, and that's Michael Pittman Jr. And I'm sorry to be laughing about it, but, I mean, the Colts dug themselves this grave. The Colts dug themselves this grave when Carson Wentz was acquired and Wentz ruined it for the Colts. I mean, they get the number 16 overall pick in this year's draft. Could have addressed wide receiver there. Could have moved up for a quarterback. But the Carson Wentz experiment fell flat on its face when it mattered most, and that's the reason why I've heard so much smoke around the Colts moving on from Carson Wentz within the next 10 days when that March 18 guarantee day for his contract comes around. It's just a situation to me where, from a Colts fan perspective, today does suck. It does suck because all chips in, Jim Irsay hyping everything on Twitter, you see the Colts have one need for this team. This team is ready to go. They are ready to go. We saw it last year when Carson Wentz is an average quarterback. The Colts were one of the best teams in the AFC for a two-and-a-half-month stretch. When Carson Wentz was awful, when Carson Wentz was below average, they were terrible. It's all about the quarterback. And Chris Ballard in 2017 said it's not about the quarterback, but I think Chris Ballard nowadays realizes it truly is all about the quarterback. Because you can build a great roster, but if your quarterback sucks, it doesn't matter. It truly does not matter. We're seeing that today in the modern NFL. And 
it's it just a gut punch. It truly is a gut punch to see Russell Wilson get traded to the Broncos, but the Colts are never going to beat the Broncos' offer. They have to get the number nine overall pick in this year's draft. The Colts, of course, don't have a first-round pick because of that Carson Wentz trade. They, like I mentioned, they sent Drew Locke. They also sent Noah Fan, a promising tight end prospect as well. Shelby Harris, a veteran defensive tackle in there as well. So, I mean, if you're building off of that, you could say, hey, the Colts, let's get up three first-round picks. Let's get Grover Stewart. Let's give up Kylan Granson. Like, there's really – the Colts couldn't beat that offer because they don't have a top 10 pick. They would have to give up a literally one of their best players, a Darius Leonard or a Quentin Nelson, to offset that to really have a proof of, hey, we'll give you a couple future first-round picks since we have no first-round pick, but take one of our best players instead of a first-round pick, instead of a top 10 pick in this year's draft. And that just wasn't going to happen. I just got the indications that that wasn't going to happen. The Colts really never had a chance compared to the Broncos' offer. And Obviously, Russell Wilson, these dominoes are falling now. Aaron Rodgers staying put in Green Bay. The Packers are running it back for next season and beyond. Russell Wilson now in Denver. That AFC West is loaded. You have Russell Wilson with the Broncos. You have Patrick Mahomes. You have Justin Herbert. You have maybe Derek Carr there as well to bring you easily the best four quarterbacks of any division, potentially in the history of the NFL. I'm not even joking on that because those four guys are legit top 12 quarterbacks in the NFL. You have all of them in one division. It would be incredible to watch from that standpoint, but where exactly do the Colts go from here? That's the big question we're going to dive into with Steven coming up here in a few minutes. But just again, just from a Colts fan's perspective, not a great day. What happens next year? I mean, from my perspective, I still don't think Carson Wentz is the quarterback next year. Just the way that the Colts have thrown Carson Wentz kind of in front of a bus, let him get run over multiple times, reversed on multiple times. I have a very hard time seeing how Chris Ballard and, Kurt, and Frank Wright can look Carson Wentz in the eye and be like, hey, man, you're back next year with no issue. Hey, we, we didn't defend you in the media. We didn't deny any reports out there. Maybe we don't like you as a leader. But, hey, we're going to run it back one more year since your contract has no guaranteed money after this upcoming season because we're stuck with you. I just don't see that happening. I think the Colts can save money just by cutting Carson Wentz over $13 million in that scenario. But I think the more likely scenario here is Carson Wentz is traded within the next 10 days because Jimmy Garoppolo and that shoulder surgery I think is going to really push his market down a little bit and may push it back until people know he's fully healthy from that shoulder surgery. I think Carson Wentz might be the next domino to fall here. Maybe it's Deshaun Watson whose uh, legal case will be heard on Friday. But it seems like Carson Wentz is on his way out of Indy still. I'd still bet money that Carson Wentz will not be the cool to correct next year because I just the optics of it is not great at all from both Wentz and the Colts. Jim Irsay is irate. I, I just have a hard time thinking of any scenario where Jim Irsay, Frank Reich, and Chris Ballard look to themselves and say, we're going to run back with Carson Wentz because we couldn't do better. And Carson Wentz knows we couldn't do better. And Carson Wentz knows we don't believe in him. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I think Wentz will move on. The question is, what happens next? Do you bring in a veteran like a Marcus Mariota via free agency, a Mitch Trubisky? Maybe that's where you go. Maybe you swing. For Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe you trade Wentz and then you use the pick you get for Wentz for Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe that makes sense. And the one name I'm going to talk about with Steven here in a minute is Derek Carr because that's the one name we've heard about so far from the QB dominoes. That could be a realistic splash move for the Colts still. And let me pull up the tweet here. It's from Vincent Bonsignor, the uh, Las Vegas Journal Review, uh, Vegas beat writer for the Raiders, very plugged in with the Raiders. Uh, someone messaged him talking about, is the Colts car rumors true? And it was a report uh, we've heard Rich Eisen, for those wondering, Rich Eisen mentioned yesterday that Derek Carr could be on the way out, and if the Colts are looking for an upgrade outside of Wilson or Rodgers, Las Vegas could be a place to look for Derek Carr. Obviously, Derek Carr's fit within the Colts' offense is awesome, so that'd be something to watch out for there. 
I think in the meantime, you'll obviously keep tabs on Derek Carr, but Vincent Bonsegno said that a fan tweeted him on Twitter and mentioned Derek Carr rumors. And he said multiple teams have inquired about Derek Carr, but specifically mentioned, as the fan did, if the Colts have. And he did not deny that. So that's very, very interesting to me. Derek Carr has been in rumors of the Colts since before Phil Rivers was signed. I think the Colts have been kicking around with Derek Carr for the last couple of years. have been told no multiple times. Maybe with Josh McDaniels, this is different. Maybe they can get Carr. But Carr's going to be a lot of money. It's going to be a lot of draft capital, too. It's going to be a future first-round pick. Potentially more than that, you're going to be paying Derek Carr close or more than $40 million per year for the next five or so years. That's a tough pill to swallow, but I think Derek Carr is a legitimately good quarterback. I think he's a legit tier or two above Carson Wentz as well. And some Colts fans, I know Colts fans really, really can get in under the skin of, of themselves sometimes, but I'm going to throw this out there. I'll probably get flack for it, but Colts Twitter is in a cesspool right now attacking each other, so it's not a surprise. But I do believe that Derek Carr is a legitimate upgrade over Carson Wentz and that he could be Philip Rivers 2.0 in this offense. I know Philip Rivers is a Hall of Fame quarterback, but Derek Carr, accurate, very accurate. He knows how to use his checkdowns. He's a great leader in the locker room. He's a great leader. Polar opposite of Carson Wentz from all we've been hearing so far. He's just like Philip Rivers. Guys galvanize around Derek Carr. That's the one move I'm thinking right now. If the Colts will make a splash and stay in a competitive mode, I think Derek Carr in the AFC South, the Colts, is an 11-win team. I think they're at least an 11-6 and team, if not 12-5. and I think Derek Carr is that good, very accurate. In terms of advanced metrics, blows Carson Wentz out of the water. It's not even close. These guys aren't in the same stratosphere as quarterbacks. So that's one thing to watch out for there. I think Derek Carr could be someone the Colts knock on the door of. And according to Vincent Bonsegno of the Las Vegas Journal Review, that could already be happening. So keep an eye on Derek Carr there. I don't think Kirk Cousins is a legit option either. I don't think he's a, a guy that fits here. He unvaccinated as well. Kind of be rubbing the same thing with Carson Wentz there. I don't think Kirk Cousins is an option at all. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, like I mentioned. Maybe it's a veteran like a Marcus Mariota for a bridge and you draft a quarterback like a Desmond Ritter in the second round. Maybe that makes sense in a different scenario. But those are the main scenarios. I'm kicking around in my head now because, I mean, the Colts the Colts are in trouble, folks. I mean, the Colts are truly in trouble if they don't hit this right because if you tread out Carson Wentz again in 2022, you're admitting to themselves and you're admitting to your fans that you had no other better option and that we know we're not going to be good next year. I hate to be that blunt about it, but that's exactly how it is. If the Colts tread out Carson Wentz again in 2022, you're admitting failure, you're admitting you couldn't move on from Carson Wentz, and you're admitting that Carson Wentz is not the answer. I don't think that's how the Colts are going to do it. I think they're going to move on from Carson Wentz in the next 10 days. Something to watch out for there. But we're going to close up this first segment. We're going to be Stephen Reed on here in just a minute to go through his reactions. Where Me and him are going to always, as we always do, talk through all these situations. So stay tuned for Stephen Reed. In the meantime, here's our sponsor of today's show. And make sure you enjoy the second half of Locked On Colts for a loaded QB Curious episode once more. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for your sports betting needs. Bet Online remains the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage information for Vegas casino games as well. Head to the website today or use mobile device right now to learn more of the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, we are back for segment two of Locked On Colts, and we are joined by good friend of the show, Stephen Reed of Stampede Blue, as we're here to get his reactions, and we're, me and him are also going to chat back and forth for the next 20 or so minutes talking about what's happened today, a massive QB dominoes we've been waiting for Stephen Fell today, Aaron Rodgers staying put in Green Bay, 
Russell Wilson, that blockbuster trade with the Broncos. What's next for the Colts? We're going to hit on that with Stephen. But first off, Stephen, how are you doing tonight? It's been a very eventful day on Colts Twitter because, man, Colts Twitter is a cesspool right now. It's, it's not fun. It's certainly not fun. I got a brunt end of it so far. But, yeah, Colts fans are definitely, definitely freaking out today. I think it's great. You know, it's, it's so much fun. I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, Colts Twitter, just Twitter in general. Um, I found social media to not be fun, but it is part of the the beast and and what you do when you you talk you know, publicly and and professionally about the Colts or the NFL. You, know, you deal with it. Um, I mean, here's the thing with with Colts Twitter in, in and of itself. Um, yeah, they're freaking out, and you know for good reason. Uh, you know, unfortunately, they. You know, Aaron Rodgers decided to stay with Green Bay. Russell Wilson got traded to Denver um, in large part because the Colts didn't have a first-round pick this year. Um, so that's that's frustrating. I honestly don't know if, if Chris Ballard would have been willing to give up what Denver gave up because when you think about it, Denver in that trade gave up three starters, uh, two first-round picks and two second-round picks. Like – that that's a heck of a lot for Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick. Um, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. Franchise quarterback is something you definitely want to, to spend to get. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if Chris Ballard really would have been in on that, that game anyway, because you, you, he literally had people don't understand how good Noah Fant is. Um, and he's, you know, is solid. He's got two years left on a rookie deal. Um, you know, Harris is good. They're the, the defensive tackle position. It, and then threw in Drew Locke, who, believe it or not, Drew Locke's is a pretty decent quarterback. Um, he's not great, but he's manageable. He's serviceable. And then to get back the ninth pick as well um, in, the, in this draft when, you know, you got an opportunity to draft somebody like Malik Willis for, for Seattle and, and be fine and move forward. But I look at this and I say, all right, I don't think the Colts are going to match that anyway. Um, so I think Jim Ursay painted them a little bit in a corner and that stinks, but Chris Ballard and Frank Reich are just going to continue to do what they do and, and try to like what they've said in the press conference, do what's best for the Colts in the short term and the long term. So like, we'll see what that means, but they're going to weigh all their options and see what, see what they can do. Yeah, I was just talking about this in the first segment, Stephen. I want to get your thoughts on this of what I've said because you're right on the money there. I don't think the Colts had any shot once the Broncos got into it and realized Aaron Rodgers is going to stay put. Let's go ahead and pursue Russell Wilson and get multiple young assets, multiple future first-round picks, a guaranteed top-ten pick in this year's draft. The Colts don't even own a first-round pick. It made me think and wonder out loud, Stephen, especially with the news that they released Bobby Wagner. I think the only way the Colts could have gotten those discussions is if they traded one of Nelson or Leonard. Do you agree there? Yeah. Uh, and it had to have been Nelson because Leonard, if the Colts trade Leonard, then they also take in, there's a significant dead cap hit. There's no cap savings in trading Leonard because of the contract that he signed last year. So the only option they could have traded would have been Nelson in, in that move along with Wentz. And I don't, I don't know if Chris Beller does that. I, I mean, quite, I don't think he does that because Jim Mercy likes Hall of Famers and Chris Ballard, he's one of the, foundational pieces that Chris Ballard drafted. So I, I just don't see Chris Ballard giving that up for, um, I, again, uh, is it worth it to give Quentin Nelson up for Russell Wilson? Yeah, it is. 
Um, I don't think that he necessarily would have done it. Um, so yeah, once once Denver got involved and had all those picks and then added those three starters, um, and not like three like bottom of the road like this is like the Colts trading Carson Wentz, uh, Grover Stewart, mm-hmm. uh, and Kylan Grant. You know, yeah, not not even a better version of Kylan Granson. Yeah, like and and like say say like Michael Pittman were like a tight end. Like if that's what it is, like they gave up a lot to Seattle. Um, now, should Seattle have gotten more? Probably, to be honest, because uh, two first round picks and two second round picks, and then those three players. I don't know if that equals Russell Wilson a fourth round pick. Um, you know, so when you sit there and look at it like that, you go, okay, well, really, like neither team got like absolutely hosed in this because you can't really look at this and say one team was a definite winner. Um, but at the same time, I just don't see the Colts giving up what Denver was willing to give up to get Russell Wilson. And not only that, but Washington apparently allegedly made a better offer to Seattle. Like that included three first round picks to get Russell Wilson, but Russell Wilson wouldn't waive his no trade clause. And that was, I think Washington and Philly both, both made offers to Seattle for for Russell Wilson and Wilson refused to waive the no trade clause. So that's the other aspect of it is Russell Wilson has a say in this. Mm-hmm. And if he believes that going to Denver and playing with the the talent that they've got there is better than playing in Indianapolis, then that's a recruiting thing that the Colts have to work on to to make themselves a priority destination for some some of these top flight quarterbacks if they want to get traded. But Russell Wilson has a say, and he it was reported widely reported by Ben Albright um, from the start back in January, February, that Russell Wilson's first choice, if he were to be traded, was Denver. So that's it is what it is. Like you can't Russell had a Russell Wilson had a say, and and his top choice was Denver, and that's where he got traded. So, like I said, it is what it is. Yeah, Car- uh, just hypothetically speaking, this is what the Colts would have had a thrown at the Seahawks if Wilson and D wanted to come to the Colts and match that type of offer for the Broncos. It uh, would have been Quentin Nelson, I think, in my opinion. Quentin Nelson, Carson Wentz, Rover Stewart, Kylan Granson, 2023 and 2024 first-round picks, number 47 overall in this year's draft, and a 2023 second and multiple 2023 day three picks. That's an awful lot to get up there, Stephen. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increased numbers of makes and miles now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need, why endure often pointers to seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choose the only brand in the warehouse that must carry the time. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time money when using Rock Auto. You can spend up to 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts than over at rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for the last 20-plus years. And Rock Auto prices always are live below for every single customer. Go explore their website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see what parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in the Hatch Your Boss box so that we sent you over there. They have main selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Colt fans, go to rockauto.com right now and write locked on, L O C K E D O N, in the Hatch Your Boss box so that we sent you over there. I think that's probably, I think you, you're undervaluing Quentin Nelson in that deal to include four players plus the two first round picks and then the two second round picks and some other picks. Um, but in general, it's, it, it would have been a lot. Yeah. And it would have been a big name guys that all of our fans uh, and all Colts fans know 
not some bottom of the roster guys that you're like, oh, well, you know, I didn't even realize he played kind of thing. It, it would be guys that with the jerseys walking around the stadium um, that you would see. And so that's where ultimately it, it came down to that. And I don't think Chris Ballard would have done it anyway. So uh, the one positive part about all this is that Carson Wentz is the best free agent or best quarterback available mm-hmm. um, in terms of like teams, like openly saying that he's available because like none of the free agent quarterbacks are worth it. Now you look at the rest of the quarterbacks that could be available. Jimmy G just had shoulder surgery. Derek Carr, Las Vegas has said he's not available, but apparently the Colts allegedly called the Raiders to find out whether that's a true statement or not. Um, We'll see. But then you've got Carson Wentz. And Washington, I want to put this out there to to all the listeners. Washington is coached by Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, when he went – like, just reminder, he's a Super Bowl coach. Like, he went to a Super Bowl, uh, lost it, but still went to a Super Bowl. His year, he went to the Super Bowl. His quarterback was Cam Newton, who was a big quarterback, inaccurate, who liked to extend plays with his legs, get out of the pocket, and play outside the constructs of a normal offense. Cam Newton, the year they went to the Super Bowl, averaged – 200, less than 240 yards per game passing, had a 99 quarterback rate, a 61 QBR, had a 35 to 10 touchdown interception radio ratio, and had a completion percentage of under 60%. I sit there and I say, if Washington was willing to give up three first round picks for Russell Wilson, and they are definitely looking for an upgrade right now, I say they they probably are reaching out to the Colts, and Colts might get more than people think for for Carson Wentz uh, if they do end up trading him. And I'm not even certain that they end up trading him, to be honest, because again, he's the best thing, and you have to have a plan. One once he once he's traded, you somebody's got to play quarterback. Um, so that's that's really what it comes down to is they've got to have a plan, and if they do end up trading or releasing him, what's next? You've got to have you had to have an option. If Washington, for whatever reason, panics after this Russell Wilson deal and wants to send the Colts a first-round pick, what is that, 11 overall? Um, I don't think that they'll do that. But they've made – teams have made stupid trades before. So, who knows? Colts get, get a first-round pick, even if it's 42. Or say it's 42 and in a conditional second in 2023, that could turn into a first based on the number of snaps he plays. Um, you know, doing a similar deal to what the Colts got, it could work out. Who knows? Here's the thing, though, when it comes to that, just because I see where you're coming from on that, but also Jim Irsay and the Colts have done nothing to paint a good picture of Carson Wentz. They, they've done nothing mm-hmm. to, to boost his value, at least in the trade market, where they've kind of said the opposite of what they should be saying as far as like, oh, like they're not doing like the Josh Rosen thing where – Cliff Kingsbury was saying, oh, he's my quarterback. Like, they're at least defending him until it actually happens in the media. And the Colts have done none of that. So, I, I just have a hard time seeing how the Colts can get at even a second-round pick for Carson Wentz. I know he's probably the best guy on the market right now, but just the way the Colts have gone about it, I think maybe a third-round pick's the best they can get for it. But even still, if they can even get a third-round pick for it, I think the Colts jump all over that. But let me let me ask you this, Dan, because 
this is the one name I, I talked about in the first segment. I brought it up at the end of the segment talking about he's probably the most realistic, quote-unquote, splash name out there the Colts can still go after, and that's Derek Carr. And I didn't even think about Derek Carr again until after the Russell Wilson trade happened where Rich Eisen on his show, I believe it was yesterday, uh, someone sent over a clip of Rich Eisen talking about the Colts and what's next for them. And he said flat out Derek Carr could be an option for them. And that really caught me off guard. I watched the video and he, for, he mentioned that Vegas might be open to moving Derek Carr and he mentioned the Colts in that as well. So that really caught my ear. And then Vincent Bonsegno, the Raiders BRI for the Las Vegas Review Journal, uh, a Raiders fan tweeted him saying, are the Derek Carr rumors true about the Colts? And he said, he didn't deny him. He said multiple teams have inquired about Derek Carr. It doesn't mean that Raiders are shopping Derek Carr, but we, the Seahawks weren't exactly shopping Russell Wilson here. They got blown out of the water by an offer. So what's your opinion of Derek Carr, Stephen? Because this seems like maybe the, the last splashy option the Colts have. And I'm on record now saying that I think Derek Carr would be a legitimate upgrade over Carson Wentz. He's very accurate. It'd be almost like Philip Rivers 2.0 again within this offense. I know he's not like Philip as far as – like the overall efficiency goes, but I think he's at least multiple tiers ahead of Carson Wentz. I think Derek Carr is at least a top 12 quarterback in the NFL. So what's your assessment of Derek Carr? Because I, I have to imagine the Colts have called about Derek Carr before the last two off seasons. Why can't it be three in a row? I have to imagine it's probably been the third off season in a row now where according to Vincent Bonsegno, multiple teams have called about Derek Carr. And I have to imagine the Colts are one of those teams. Probably. Um, they're going to do their due diligence on Derek Carr. It, I mean, ultimately it comes down to what the compensation is going to be. So if the Raiders are looking for two future first round picks, like a Matt Stafford sale deal, then I'm not sure the Colts go for that. Um, if you're looking at trading back a player along with Carson Wentz and maybe a first round pick next year for Derek Carr, maybe they might look at it. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, Right now, it's it's all smoke until you something actually gets reported. So when people talk about teams inquiring, of course the courts are going to reach out to everybody. Like they've not publicly said negative things about Carson Wentz, but they haven't been positive either. And so that in and of itself tells you, hey, they're not super excited about this guy. They've been really non-committal. Jim Irsay hasn't helped the situation in terms of his tarmac videos. Um, although I really love Jim Irsay. I think he's a fantastic owner and he's, he loves this team. Um, but that said, we have to understand that we view things from a very um, insulated perspective, being in social media and seeing all the fans reactions, everything like this. The NFL is its own entity. It, the general managers, they have a value set. And so public perception of a player in terms of like what fans think, that's not going to change uh, what other general managers think about a player. So I, I don't know how much, how much I look into what everybody's saying on social media or even necessarily what the Colts are saying. Like teams saw his film. They have a value for him. They're going to – bid their value. They might go a little over that, but they've got a value set for him. So I think it's going to be interesting what's going to happen. Um, and again, I think, I think it was reported that Chris Mortensen, when he reported that there was a source, which we all assume is Jim Irsay, that said Carson Wentz would be cut or traded by March 15th. Uh, there was rumors out there that Chris Mortensen broke trust there. 
like that wasn't supposed to be public information. Like that was supposed to be private. It got leaked out. Unfortunately, it is what it is. The Colts haven't gone so far as saying, hey, you know, we're not taking offers, you know, everything like that. The Colts haven't lied to us, <laughs> which again, we're like, okay, man, you guys really need to say that you support him like, like these other teams are doing. Not necessarily, I'm not saying you guys as in you, but like in general, the fan base is like, oh, well, look, like Las Vegas said that Derek Carr is going to be their starting quarterback. Seattle said we're not trading Russell Wilson. And then three days later, they trade Russell Wilson. Or three days later, Las Vegas is, you know, fielding offers for Derek Carr. And the Colts are just straight up honest with you. <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, well, you know, we'll see. Now we're going to look at it and we're not going to, you know, commit one way or another how this goes. You know, we're going to take it one step at a time and whatever happens, happens. We're going to do what's best for us in the short term and long term. Like, I know it's super frustrating for fans to, to hear that, but it's, they're just being honest about the situation and not trying to mislead you or get your hopes up. Like, Jim Irsay is passionate. And his all chips in situation, like that's kind of blowing up in his face right now because Russell Wilson is now a Denver Bronco or will be on March 16th and Aaron Rodgers is still a Green Bay Packer. Those are the only all chips in scenarios for for the Colts this offseason, unless there's some like crazy trade or, you know, Jimmy from the Colts goes and, and convinces a certain former quarterback to come out of retirement. That there's no other all chips in scenario for the Colts here. Um, and if there is, and it's trading a bunch of picks for Derek Carr, then they're vastly overpaying for that. Let me give you some names here, Stephen. Um, I know the top two are already off the list. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers staying put and Russell Wilson now at Denver Bronco. But let's just real quickly, I'm use simple yes or no. If you want to add anything in, you can. But I'm going to go just down a couple names here. I want to get your thoughts here if you're open to acquiring them via trade. Derek Carr, yes or no? Yes, for the right price. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Okay. Kurt Cousins? No. Jordan Love? Emphatic, no. <laughs> no. Jordan Love, I actually think it'd be interesting. Um, and I'll, I'll say this. Jordan Love had issues with accuracy and footwork and things like that when he was at Utah State. So the interest in Jordan Love would be that he is an athletic – quarterback that can function in Frank Rick's offense and if they put him with Tom House and can fix some of those accuracy issues I feel like that's more of a lateral move from Carson Wentz and so it depends on what you give up there but it's a lateral move for a guy on a rookie contract that still that has two years of NFL experience learning behind Aaron Rodgers yeah he had one game that he stunk it up but it was against Kansas City on basically a surprise week that he didn't know he was going to start because Rogers got COVID. So it really kind of threw like kind of tossed him to the wolves there. And so Jordan love is a really interesting one. I don't know how much I'd want to give for him, but it's just interesting. I think that if it were Carson Wentz or Jordan love, I would prefer Jordan love just to take the salary issue off the table. And then you basically got the same, same quarterback, but it's somebody that's a little bit more moldable than what you have with Carson Wentz. So hypothetically speaking, let's just say the Colts trade Carson Wentz for a third round pick. Would you be open to trading like a fourth round pick for a Jordan Love? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm right there. I think that 
could actually make a lot of sense. But the question is, is Chris Ballard in on Jordan Love? Because we've heard that, I guess, Jordan Love rubbed Chris Ballard the wrong way during the pre-draft process. Uh, he had a one-on-one meeting with Love. I heard, according to Kevin Bowen, it did not go well in that. So just something to watch out for there. And obviously the turnover issues in college, the uh, weed citation, I guess, rubbed out the wrong, wrong way as well. Yeah. Kevin Bowen. So something to watch out for there. I don't think, I don't think Jordan loves a, an option for the Colts, to be yeah. honest, mm-hmm. for the things that you mentioned. Um, and then the other, like you said, the, the weed thing. Um, and once you rub somebody the wrong way, like you really want somebody that's going to come in and be a leader. And quite honestly, the Colts in that draft were what sitting at 34 um, yeah. in that draft and could have traded up to 25 or 26 to get Jordan Love with which is what the Packers did but you know Colts could have traded up to get him if Chris Ballard really thought he was going to be a franchise quarterback and so instead of doing that they went with Michael Pittman Jr. and Jonathan Taylor which I think they made home run hits there. Do you think Steven I mean just looking back now and realizing that the Colts dream scenarios are off the table with Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson do you think there's still any chance the Colts running back with Carson Wentz even after today's news where the, both those guys are off the market? Because I'm still in the camp. I think you are too, just talking to you off air as well, that I just see no way Carson Wentz is still back. I know people are going to say, oh, it's a downgrade. Oh, it's a lateral move to go from Wentz to someone else. But I just have a hard time seeing because you mentioned trust there. And I just have, from what we've heard from Bowden and Reich, I think along the way or, they lost trust in Carson Wentz. I just don't see how they can accept themselves and look themselves in the face and say, hey, we looked out there, but you know what? We're going to try out the guy in 2022 that we don't trust at all. I, I just don't see that happening still. What's your thoughts? I, I think there's a slim chance that Carson Wentz is back um, just because there's not a lot of options out there. That said, my gut feeling, like 95% of me thinks that he's going to be gone one way or another because, like you mentioned, and like we talked about, there's a trust issue. And, and, Will Carroll put out a tweet that I think now has been deleted um, that something happened, like he doesn't know what it was, but he thinks something happened with, between Frank Reich and Carson Wentz uh, near the end of the season. It doesn't, he didn't go into details. People were like, Hey, what's going on? And then he deleted it. So I don't, I don't know what that is, but it, it kind of felt that way um, at the end of the season because Frank Reich is, he's such a rah, rah guy in terms of supporting his guys, Carson Wentz was unapologetically his guy. So uh, I have a hard time thinking that there wasn't something that happened in the locker room, in a meeting, some kind of communication where it just, there was something that, you know, rubbed him the wrong way. And, you know, and I jokingly said, maybe it was when Carson you know, made the Gideon reference at the what, Arizona game. I mean, who knows? Because uh, you know, Gideon, that whole story, I, I don't know. It was like 300 soldiers that like blew trumpets and, and chased away an army of 135,000. Um, if, if anybody wants to go read Judges um, in the Bible, uh, that, it's right there. So I don't know, maybe that rubbed Frank Reich the wrong way. Who knows? Um, that's a joke, by the way, everybody, just in case I know I say things pretty dry, but, um, I don't know. I like, I, I don't think that they can run it back with him, but at the same time, the question is, what's your other option? Like, do they go out and draft a rookie? Do they like bring in, uh, 
a Sam Howell or a, a Ritter, or a Desmond Ritter, or do you pray that Kenny Pickett's hand size drops him down to the back end of the first round and you can jump up into the 31, 32 range and snag him? Like, there's a lot of questions about, about what they can do going forward. Um, I just, I, I have a hard time thinking that it's going to be Carson Wentz because instead there's, there's something that's broken there. It, it feels broken. Mm -hmm. um, there's something that just feels off. And you could tell by the way that the Colts addressed the Colts front office in terms of head coach, GM, owner, all address the situation in a very non-committal in one of those situations where they said everything by not saying it. And so that's where I look at that and say, all right, there's, there's some disconnect here. Something happened. Um, Frank Reich just uh, somehow is, is off the Carson Wentz bandwagon. Maybe it's Carson got paid in Philly and it changed him. Like he went from a kid throwing a ball a country mile up in North Dakota and, you know, getting paid whatever, you know, that second round pick, but then he got 25, 20, $27 million a year salary in Philly. And all of a sudden he, there are some people that when they get paid, they change. I mean, you see it all the time in the NFL. It's why Eric Decker is such an important part of the Colts operation in terms of who they give second contracts to and who they bring in and free agents and, and his draft picks, you know, not sure how much say he had in this trade, um, but I bet there would have been red flags. So I don't know. I, I feel like they can't go forward with him and they would rather just go something with like Mitch Trubisky or Ryan Fitzpatrick or, you know, somebody like that and accept that this year is basically going to be a down year. And then look at the 2023 draft where you've got a lot of really high quality quarterback options coming up and just go ahead and, and take some swings there. Um, but yeah, I just, there's, it's going to be tough for them to bring him back um, based on everything that they didn't say. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I think looking ahead now, because we're, I think we're going to know the answer of who the Colts quarterback is next season within the next 10 days. Because I, I think 10 days from now is March. Yeah. So we're going to know for sure, one way or the other, Carson Wentz is here or staying, or if he is gone, who the Colts likely have at that point. But I have three options aboard here now, Stephen. I wrote this out as you were talking there because. I think we're on the same page as far as if they do move off of Carson Wentz, I think they're going to go for like a, a strong locker room voice, a leader in that locker room. It, it might not be like a – it might be more in the Jacoby Brissett type of lane than it is like a big splashy move like a Russell Wilson, so to say, because obviously Russ is in Denver now. But I think it might be along the lines there because we've heard a lot of smoke around Carson Wentz's leadership the last couple of weeks. Dan Orlovsky came out today on ESPN and said from, from what he's – talk to he's hurt it's more of an off the field thing Carson Wentz the leadership thing than it is on the field so I have three names here I wrote down and obviously the first one Derek Carr the second one Jimmy Garoppolo and the third one which is really intriguing to me because I could see this one being the most realistic option just based off of price and what the Colts could do but what's your thoughts on Marcus Mariota you, you sign him to like a one or two year deal and you you see like a Desmond Ritter or a Sam House of the 47. Like what's your thoughts on that one? Cause that feels like the most realistic outcome now for the Colts, unless they do swing a big trade all, all of a sudden out of nowhere for like a Derek Carr kind of guy. 
I think, honestly, I think if, if they move on from Carson Wentz, I think signing a guy like Marcus Mariota or Mitch Trubisky makes the most sense. Um, that, or Tyrod Taylor, for that matter. Uh, all three of those guys are good locker room guys, guys that that are leaders, and that if you bring in a rookie quarterback to compete, or not to compete necessarily, but to learn, they are willing teachers as well. And so I think that's what's going to be the most important thing. And I wonder if that might be part of the thing that happened with Carson is he just didn't want to work with Sam Ellinger. Like, I mean, who knows what, what happened behind the scenes? It's just all speculation at this point, but you know, that he got real upset back in Philly when they drafted Jalen hurts um, and like pouted. Uh, so you know, I would, I think that the Colts would be looking for somebody that's kind of polar opposite to that, that would be willing to help and to teach. And so that's why you look at guys, like you said, like Marcus Mariotti is a, he's been around for a while. Um, he's 29 years old, probably would be a pretty cheap option. Um, kind of same thing with Mitch Bisky or even Tyrod Taylor. None, none of those guys are probably going to be making over $10 million a year. So you cut Carson Wentz, you sign one of these guys for eight, 10 million, like then you've got those guys and you still have an extra 3 million in cap space. So I, plus if you, you know, draft a rookie quarterback, you give, give them a year to develop, get used to an NFL system, all that. You've got yourself some options. Um, you know, it's just, it's real hard being in quarterback purgatory especially in a draft class that is weak at quarterback and not having a first round pick like the Carson Wentz trade itself is it's getting worse as it goes along because like we said earlier they missed out on Russell Wilson because they didn't have a pick this year Mm -hmm. like that again Chris Ballard may not have traded all the those assets needed to get him but you know you probably could have kept a couple assets in terms of players you throw in an extra first round pick in 2024, like you probably could have pulled that off, but, or, or 2023. So you give them, no, 2022, 2023, and 2024, those three first round picks, who knows? Russell Wilson might've liked to play here. Um, but Carson Wentz trade is still hurting, uh, hurting the Colts. Cause the, and the other part is this draft, really strong at positions that the Colts need help at, especially at the top. You put it at 16, a couple of teams reach for quarterbacks, you know, who falls left tackle, defensive end. Like those are the guys that fall. A number one so, wide receiver too. Do you think they could have number one wide out to go yeah. to that DJ? Yeah, they could, they could, they could have a number one, the, the number one wide out in the draft. Like they could, I mean, what Drake London, I think is the, the overall one for betting odds to go first, first wide receiver overall. So you could have had a MPJ's teammate there and, and be right alongside him. So, yeah, it's just – it's a tough situation. And like you said, we'll find out in the next 10 days. What's your uh, – last thing here, Stephen, before I let you go, you appreciate the time as always. I don't want to play on the spot here, but I'm going to put myself on the spot here too. I'll, I'll let you go after me. But what's your prediction – of what happens here in 10 days. I mean, just the way that the news has been moving around, it's almost impossible to tell, but just as of today, March 8th on the evening of March 8th, 10 days from when we will know for sure about Carson Wentz. One, it's a two-parter. One, do you think Carson Wentz is here? And two, if he's not here, 
who do you think replaced him? Because for me, I think Carson Wentz is gone. I'm still like 99% sure he's gone. And if I had to guess, I'm going to go in a direction of a Jimmy Garoppolo. I just think that's one. I think there'll be the less of a cost than it would be Derek Carr. I think the Colts are desperate to get an upgrade or at least a lateral move to make a winning push next season. I just think all the, the chips stack up in the deck of Jimmy Garoppolo where he's not a sexy name, so to say, like a big upgrade over, over Carson Wentz, but he's at least a guy that's not going to lose you a lot of games. He's a guy that's accurate in the pocket. He's a guy that's a galvanizing leader in the locker room as well. Guys in San Francisco love Jimmy G. So I used to like we're on the track of a Jimmy G type of move here or even like a Marcus Mariota, but just putting myself on the spot here 10 days before we know about Carson Wentz, I think Wentz is gone and they trade for Jimmy G. What do, what do you think? So I think I think Wentz is gone. I'm pretty pretty certain about that one. Um, I I think that in all likelihood I think he's going to get traded to Washington, um, probably for a second and fourth round pick. So like pick 42 and pick 111, something like that. Um, I think in terms of the most likely option, um, if they really want to make a splash move. And Jim Irsay really wants to make a splash move. Um, I think they might look at like Derek Carr, um, to be honest. And they, who knows? Uh, it's just I, I. And they might be able to. The trouble is is going to be a price tag. Um, if if Derek Carr is, they're asking two first round picks for him, then I don't think the Colts make that move. Um, but. Yeah, if I'm going to put betting money on it, I'm going to say Carson Wentz gets traded to Washington for second and fourth round pick, and then the Colts end up making a trade for, I'm going to say, Derek Carr. Okay. I mean, that's something I'm all aboard with. I think Derek Carr would make an awful lot of sense here in Indy, but as we mentioned, we'll know more for sure over the next week plus. We might have a Carson Wentz trade by then, and we might have a new quarterback by then, so – a lot of movie parts here on the table. Steven, appreciate the time as always. Go ahead and follow me if you haven't already on Twitter at NiceReadSteve. And you'll be with us here as we see these QB dominoes fall. But today was not a good day for the Colts as Aaron Rodgers stays put. Russell Wilson goes to Denver and the Colts are still in no man's land for a quarterback. So appreciate everyone listening in as always. Again, make sure you follow us on Twitter at LockedOnColts. Make sure you follow Steven on Twitter at NiceReadSteve. Thanks again, guys. And hope you guys enjoy your night. And we'll be back with you guys tomorrow for next episode.